2: I don't know if it matters. It is the big broadcast. We are live. Uh, I'm terribly frustrated sometimes with technology. You can have all the fast computers you'd like. Technology is still technology. We are going to go to our first guest. They are going to join us today here on our big, big broadcast. We are going to get a hold of Don Mazella. That's right. The Don Mazella, That Don Mazella, And uh, we are also going to get a hold of IQ Al The Fantastic IQ Al Arrazoli. And uh, Don will join us on a car phone today do not know. I think we're going to go to Don Mazzella. He's going to join us on a car phone. I think we've got Don. Don, can you hear me? Maybe. <laughs> Don Mazzella, can you hear me, my friend? Are you there? Can you hear us? We're going to hope that Don can hear us. I don't know. I don't know. I wrote the did I write the phone number down right? I think I did. okay we'll, we'll we'll do this let's 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 reboot skip Skype and we'll get Don back. So let's quit Skype. let's adjust the uh, the gimmicks. let's uh, adjust the gimmicks as they say. We'll get Don's picture in there instead of Dan's picture. And then we will go try to get a hold of Mazella, Mr. Mazella, that man. The legend. The legend. Let me know the legend. Let's try it. Let's get a hold of him. Let's get back on Skype. Supposedly Skype, this is the most used... um, this is the most used program. I refuse to call them apps. It's a computer, not a phone. Let's try to get a hold of Don. Let's try Don again. Actually, let's call hours only first. The fantastic IQ hours only. That hours only. IQ hours only. This yes, man IQ only. Al Rizzoli, I believe. There he is. I are you there? How are you, sir?
0: I am fine. How are you, sir?
2: <laughs> Pretty good, actually. I've got to dial up Don Mazzella because he's going to be on a car phone with us today. So... Oh, no,
0: not again. Come on.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> who knows Come on. what this is going to be like? <laughs> I loved it when I, I said I mean, got Don, a dial on, he, and IQ's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's it. You know, it is. It is what it is. As as the yeah, kids yeah, like to say. What is that? Who is calling me? What is going on here? Oh, it's Don trying to call me, and I'm trying to call Don. What is going on here? Okay, so, um, so IQ, why why I why I get Don? On with this. Um what is this thing with Biden sending these troops to the border? What is this about? When did he start caring about
0: the border, IQ? He doesn't. He doesn't. He never did care. You know well, this is I hear you too.
2: There we are. I've got IQ and we've got Don. But go go ahead, IQ. You 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 were talking. Go ahead there. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Biden does not give a damn about the United States of America. Biden gives a damn only about Biden. Well, Americans, the tragedy is, as I said it a million times on your show. You have 37% of the American voters who are brain dead. They will go to hell supporting this uh, so-called president, the zombie. Literally, all... he's a zombie, I swear to you. I mean, the walking dead. That's what it is, <clears> the <throat> walking skeleton. The tragedy is, By the time he leaves, if he leaves, dead or alive, America will be finished. You you Americans are demonstrating about green energy. In the meantime, China does more pollution than the United States and India put together. Yes. And they are proceeding to make one of the greatest expansion in military history. The greatest ever in the history, since World War II, in fact, okay? And in the meantime, they are now the peacemakers, the peacemakers between Arabs and Iranians, the peacemakers between Sudan and Sudan, the peacemakers between Ethiopia and uh, Egypt.
3: America is
2: Okay, apparently I don't have Josh. Okay, well, I thought we had Josh Bernstein. But apparently we have his voicemail. Uh, <laughs> so, Don, um, what, 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 what do you make of uh, Biden and this I'm going to run for reelection stuff?
1: Uh, like I, I've just uh, had lunch with some people. Let me let me give you a scenario. Uh, about a month before the uh, Democratic convention, President Biden is going to decide not to run. By that time, the progressive will have packed the, uh, the uh, convention because people will say well, it's going to be uh, no convention, and you're going to see a progressive uh, ticket, hoping that uh, the Republicans will have nominated uh, Donald Trump. That, wow. to me, is what's going to happen.
2: Wow. Well, see, there is, there is this progressive who is very, very, very popular with... Young people on TikTok, and she seems to be catching on with the fact that she basically is running on the issues that Biden will not run on. (laughs) And she's catching a lot of fire, and there's a lot of people that want to see her debate Biden, and so the Democrats canceled all the debates. (laughs) So they're not going to let anybody debate Biden.
1: And, who's that? <laughs> and who's, who's that are you talking about? Um, I am going to look Jiggy? this
2: up. I'm going to look her name up because, uh,
1: you know, um, uh, I could make um, if I knew how to do it, but people can make anybody look on fire on any of these things. If they, if they have enough money and they have enough savvy, uh, I, I'm, I'm beginning to believe that you know, these things can be manip- manipulated, <clears throat> and I um, someone just offered them, um, to give me a hundred thousand followers within three months on my show. I said, "Gee, that's a, a less than Jiggy gets." But how much do I pay? <laughs> um, when he told me the price, I said, "You know, how do I make that money back?" He said, "You will." but he's willing to give me 100,000, get me 100,000 followers. So I said, how much would it take to get me a a million? And he said, just about uh, triple that. So I said, hmm, you mean anybody can do it? He says, yeah, if you know how to do it and you have enough resources. So um, I'm sorry. I don't care what it is on anything. You know, uh, it's like uh, uh, someone said uh, uh, after president nixon i don't know anybody uh, that voted for him after he won uh, forty uh, forty seven or fifty uh, forty nine states only massachusetts going uh, you know what i mean uh, i'm sorry oh, yeah. Um i agree with you they could conjure up anything um, Mary and, and ann as williamson IQ, is her so name. As put it the american public uh... is uh... uh really dumb um, um, okay, uh, I'm, 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 I'm I I found words.
2: I found who she is. It is Marianne Williamson is her name.
1: Oh yeah, she yeah. apparently okay. I could believe that is, and, uh, uh, believe me, an orangutan could go against uh, Biden and win <laughs> because he's inarticulate. <laughs> So, IQ,
2: what, 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 what do you think of an orangutan going against uh, President Joe Biden?
0: By the way, about Williamson, you're absolutely right. She is the one. And she will want him to debate. Oh, yeah. The is, will they allow him to debate. Oh, that won't happen. And if they don't allow him to debate, <laughs> that won't happen. how is he going to be elected? I want to know. If there is no debate, how can
1: he be elected? Or can he be elected without a debate? Don, he could be think? elected without a debate. He could not be elected with a debate.
0: With a debate, he couldn't possibly win in a
1: cesspool. What are you talking about? <laughs> you cannot. You, you, he. They would have to wake him up thirty minutes before the, the debate, in order to keep him sharp. Um, that there, there is no way that Biden will t- debate his uh, opponent in the twenty-four election. I mean, the man is inarticulate. Well,
2: I heard that apparently it took several takes for them to do that um, campaign video where he announced he was running for re-election. Apparently,
1: oh, yeah. he just oh, couldn't no get
2: it together.
1: <laughs> if you look closely at it, it's a, it's a pull-together piece. Someone uh, uh, did it, uh, uh, broke it down pixel by pixel, and you could see where um, uh, they, they pieced together. They they could not get a single take that ran uh, right through. They had to piece it together. But, and somebody did a pixel by pixel analysis to prove it. But Don, the most important thing to
0: add here is that the worst criminal in this The whole scenario is Jill, his wife. Oh, she knows uh, he is incapable. She just loves being the first lady. lady, She (laughs) will let him go all the way until he dies.
1: Well, but but I will tell you what she's using as her club. Uh, Hunter, the longer he stays in office, the less, the the, the more they'll keep him uh, out of jail. Did you, did you see that uh, he want, uh, he opened up a can of worms when he said he wanted to reduce his uh, alimony for that uh, love child? Did you see all of that for who? <laughs> no, He's I
0: stupid. did not see he this. stupid. He really is a very stupid man.
1: <laughs> the is, only thing he has is, all... is good lawyers. <laughs> the only thing he no
0: has matter is how many good lawyers. lawyers you have, the judge will find against him.
1: Well, if you listen to Genie Pirro... She said that this judge um, will really go after him um, and open up his finances like no one else can because you can't hide in a a family court. But I heard that uh, he will quietly uh, pull out of this thing on Monday or Friday night when the papers are uh, uh, on the uh, weekend. The, The bad publicity is simply something they can't sustain. Wow. That's interesting. If you look at, at the case, how stupid can you be? You're opening when you ask for for an examination of your uh, finances. Uh, one of the key things she can ask for is a, an accounting of who bought his paintings. I mean, that was <laughs> those people really want to be exposed. To, to buying his artwork? Have you seen his artwork? Yes,
0: I've I mean, seen it. It's, it's, I mean, it's not... It's difficult. childish. I mean, it, it, it's $30,000, let alone half a million.
1: But, I, but the smartest move Biden made was sending troops to the border. It was covering his flank. That was a smart move, whoever did it. Smart?
0: It's too late. Smart? What's smart? To to- <laughs> no, no. smart. It's too no. late.
1: <laughs> no, no. Uh, I want to point out something. Did Did you watch um, Randy Weingarten uh, in the Senate hearings? I yes. mean, uh, yes, according yes. to her, teachers did not uh, try to keep schools closed. Did you? And and if you read the accounts in the New York Times and other places, they were all agreeing with her. Of course, they I mean, do. It, of course they do, obviously, because they supported
0: her. Look, I, I, promise I, I you. It, it has Robert nothing to do power. with what, of
1: course, it's what the American people finally um, remember. And and, and as, as long as they cover it up like they do, uh, and it'll be the same, all people will remember is he sent troops to the border. Uh, all people remember about uh, uh, Woodrow Wilson is he sent Pershing to the border to hunt for uh, Pancho Villa. They, they, they don't remember that he never caught him. You know, and it's the same uh, at the same way here. The, the, um, all they're going to do is, is camp out and have a good old time. I don't know about you, uh,
0: old time.
1: I don't know about that, but I'll tell you something.
0: The American people have short memory,
1: especially yeah, when it comes absolutely.
0: to Democrats. I, I, I haven't absolutely. heard of a single wow. Democrat facing anything injustice, not once, mm-hmm. not
1: since Clinton. Yeah. But you know what? It's also against the law. It's called Passo I'm hope I'm pronouncing it correct, correctly. Posse comitatis. American troops cannot be de- de- deployed uh, in the United States for police action and border patrol is police action.
0: Yes, but you don't have law and order. You don't have a justice system. I told you that before. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen. You don't have a justice system. The, the whole thing is corrupt. I'm sorry to say that, but what can I tell you? I'm going to, uh, to tell you everything
1: is okay. The answer is no. You, you have a You're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. You're but, absolutely not wrong, IQ. But, don't. Don, Don, I
4: haven't been combined. wrong
0: for 14 years. Why? Because I look at it and discuss it in a logical manner, not emotional. Okay, I can get emotional, but I don't allow emotions to overrule my decisions. Never. What I'm but you're seeing the only one, you have, IQ. you have you know, you corruption know why, in the FBI, you have you corruption the CIA, you have corruption in the military, you have corruption now. In the military, <laughs> they have drag queens. Good God. <laughs> I saw that the other day.
1: Against China. I want to know. <laughs> Do you, uh, uh, did you notice, um, uh, there was a great speech by, uh, uh, I, uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember, the senator pointing out that there are more generals and uh, um, there are more generals today than when we fought uh, uh, the Vietnam War and we have half as many troops, but we have more generals?
0: Correct, yes, because nobody's doing any war. So they just elevate them, put more stars, and pay them more for nothing. For nothing. And they come to the wrong position anyway. Everything now is woke. Even the military is woke. I mean, sickening. Honestly, it's sickening. They're pandering to 1.7% of humanity. How is that logical? I want to know.
1: I Good believe degree. you're absolutely right, IQ. You're honestly, absolutely on,
0: right. Don, I swear to you, I could be a better president than Biden at any time. <laughs> I, I, I'm nominating an orangutan. I appreciate that. Thank you very <laughs>
2: much. Ah yes. James,
0: you second him, please.
2: I I love the idea of the orangutan running against uh, Joe Biden. I think that is that is fantastic.
0: And you know what? The orangutan will win very handsomely. I would support the orangutan.
1: Well, you know, I wonder if they uh, if they had a trial heat. Biden against orangutan,
0: who'd win? Orangutan, definitely. It's not even a question.
2: Well, I had Larry Tracy on uh, a oh, good couple shows ago, and he said that uh, Biden is just running because he's got this whole campaign of he's just not that he's not Trump, so vote for him. And he's like, you got to have a little bit more substance than that.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't. Th- I don't believe so, given today's media, because the media will make the campaign Trump rather than the issues. That's my feeling.
2: And he said that. Uh, he said that what he believes will happen is at the. Uh, at the convention, Biden will just drop out and they'll put somebody else in.
1: <laughs> Ooh, that's exactly what I said. Yeah,
2: I know. and that, That's why I thought it was so so strange when you were... <laughs> so,
1: uh, I, I, I think they'll do it before the convention because fact. if they do it at the convention, people won't have... There'll be a lot of visceral uh, re- reactions. I think he'll do it at... About a month before, so people can um, uh, scramble see. and uh, digest, because because that is such a radical move. But you're going to see some trial balloons, and you're going to see uh, next summer that. Um, well, no, next summer is 23. No, no, no 24. Uh, uh, sometime around uh, Christmas time, he'll get sick.
2: Hello. Hey, to, hello? Larry Delaware. Tracy, um, I, I I hated to uh, disturb you, but we've got Don no Mazzella on with us and we've got IQL Rizzoli on with us. And you last hour made a comment on the show about the fact that um, you believe that Biden is going to drop out around the time of the convention.
3: And I, I think there's a possibility of that. Don
2: Mazzella just told just told our audience and just told me in IQ that he was having dinner with a few journalists and a few other people earlier today and they floated the exact same thing, so I had to call you well,
3: to get you on here. They're, so, they're really smart journalists then, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: So well, these were not journalists uh, they they were some polit- one political insider and some other uh, people. Okay,
2: um, okay, I misheard. So uh, Don I'm I'm, Don, I'm, uh, tell uh, us tell us um, tell us what they said and then we'll get Larry's reaction here because I just I, I had to just get this here. So Don t- tell us what they said.
1: Well, it it, was, it wasn't it was a fi- uh, a feeling. No, none of them believe that biden will be the uh, uh, the democratic uh, candidate um some believe he, he will be dead before that all of them uh, believed uh, uh, that um, the, ma- the main reason he was even contemplating it was uh, uh, to protect his son because his son is really vulnerable and as long as him is in the office uh, uh, the dogs will, will try to keep them in, uh, um, uh, uh, keep them uh, away from trouble. But more importantly, um, uh, uh, um, they they just felt that he would not be the candidate, and the consensus was that about a month before the Democratic convention, he will suddenly find some reason to drop out, and. Uh, uh, the convention since every the delegates chosen will think that it uh um will would be a convention of a rubber stamp and would be heavily favor um, um, sta- uh, staffed by uh, progressives and that the, a, a progressive ticket will will replace them that was that was the feeling at, at the luncheon I got today
3: well, Don, how how did uh, Kamala Harris fit into their theory?
1: Well, well uh, they're stuck with her. Well, but uh, you, you, you did hear the rumor about putting her on oh, the Supreme that's... Court.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. No, no.
1: Um,
3: uh, uh, well, let me I'm, tell you I'm something that I, I didn't bring up on the program, but, Um Saturday morning I was listening to, uh, oh, who was the the woman that was the deputy national security, Uh, Kate, uh, you know, Flynn's number two, and she'd been in the Reagan administration. Uh, I can't think of her name right now, but anyway, she was on, and she was bringing up the idea that somehow she didn't talk about Biden that much, but she felt that the real fear of the Democrats was Kamala Harris succeeding him as president if he dies in office. And she said she felt that they were going to try and move her out, which really would, would really irritate black women that they did that. So what do they do? They bring Michelle Obama in to be the vice presidential candidate and replace her. That negates the negatives that would come with uh, African-American women by dropping her. They'd be delighted with Michelle Obama. Would she accept it? Would Barack Obama want her to do it? It means Barack Obama being the uh, actual president of the United States for another four years. So that's that's another thing to put into the hopper and and figure what's going on. Uh, I think she, Kamala Harris, they're going to try and build her up right now. I, I don't think it's possible. I think she is a very limited person. And the Republicans, if she's on the ticket, they could spend... A lot of money on other ways, but I think two minutes of her cackling would be on there. That would be worth every dollar they could have because people would say we just can't have that as president. So mm. we're, we're we're all guessing as to what would happen on here, but I would think there's a lot of lot of panic within the Democratic Party right now as to what's going to happen in 2024
1: and a lot of praying that Donald Trump is the candidate because then they can make the campaign. That's
3: right. He's the only one that they can be pretty sure they can beat. And he's doing a lot of work for them by doing this.
1: (laughs) What did your journalists
3: think of Trump, uh, Don?
1: Uh, To a man, they, um, they wish he would go away. Uh (laughs) No, no. Um, Uh, uh, Well, let's be perfectly honest. Uh, 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 I I, I don't believe, I don't believe, and the the people of his lunch don't believe that uh, he can win. There's too much. I agree with that. I think he's a loser. Yes. Um, Yeah. They'll
3: they'll have uh, all this ammunition from the uh, indictments. Absolutely. And I think Trump will play into it.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh,
3: so absolutely. Trump I, I'm is his own worst enemy. I'm sorry? I think Trump is his own worst enemy. The more the Democrats probe him and goad him, he'll react in a negative way.
4: Mm-hmm. He'll,
3: absolutely. He'll blame hat-wearing people, but that's it.
1: That, that's it. I don't... Well, um, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, uh, Josh was supposed to be on the program, but uh, but I believe he's unelectable, and uh, uh, what's more, he's detrimental to, to forget the Republican Party. He's detrimental to this country at this point.
3: Uh, no, I, I, I know. Not- I, I, we're in we're in the same uh, ballpark on that that question. On there, I think if Trump is the candidate, uh, we're we're looking for some sort of a miracle. For him to win mm-hmm. because uh, yeah. and and this attacking the santas the way he's doing it is so counterproductive
1: absolutely and uh, playing right into the uh, i i mean the new york times uh if you look, look at the hatch jobs they've done on the santas they did another one uh, uh you you, uh, you missed uh, i don't know if you saw the times magazine for sunday about randy oh. Weingarten. Uh, uh, and then uh, uh, the, the other one, I mean, about DeSantis. I mean, uh, it's it's a shame. Um, and by the way, uh, uh, in my view, uh, uh, I don't think President uh, President Obama has any choice. If, uh, if if his wife was offered the nomination, she'd take it in a shot and t- and divorce him if he said anything.
3: Uh, uh, <laughs> No, so I, uh, uh, she's uh, she's her own woman. Pamela Harris. Well, I th- I think her the loyalty she has from African American women because of the position she has, despite her lack of capability, uh, that that would be a real blow to the Democrats to kick her upstairs. So where do they Where do they kick her upstairs when she's the Vice President? Supreme yes, Court. Supreme Court. But they have to have an opening unless they try to pack the court right now, and they can't do that very well. So. I I think Um, the Michelle Obama is something you have to keep an eye on. That uh, she, because Democratic women, African American women, would would not in any way be deserting the party if she was the candidate instead of Kamala Harris. But if they kick Kamala Harris off the ticket, then they've got a problem.
1: But but the other side of the coin is. uh, the Republicans have a real problem, which is the abortion issue. Um, uh, and you know, uh, you're right.
3: That, uh, that, and that. they're
1: on the wrong side of it in this uh, this one. And uh, um, they've got to somehow or other finesse it, as uh, uh, the, the uh, Republican did in Virginia, and successful Repu- Republicans down the line have been able to do. Uh, and it's uh, simply to say, um, give the women their choice, um, uh, uh, you know, up to the, the 26th week or something. Uh, after that, it's a different story.
3: Yeah, they, they, uh, the SCOTUS decision on Dobbs back in uh, January was was really that's what caused the red wave to not occur. Otherwise, yes. we'd have uh, we'd have the Senate and we'd have a big lead in the House already. And, and the yes. problem, Don and James, is morally, I, I think it was the right decision. Politically, it was a disaster.
1: Yes. yes. And how you
3: reconcile <laughs> that? When I when I've done when I've had arguments with people on on that, and they say, but it's the rights of women i said what about the rights of the little babies female babies that have never had a chance to be a woman uh but that that that's not going to argue they're they're doing this uh and it it's going to be it's going to stick with us we're going to have to find some way in which we can do it and maybe moderate it and i i don't like moderating it because that means uh, agreeing to the murder of babies so it's it's a it's a tough situation for anybody who's in political uh, electoral politics.
2: Well, Larry, yeah, um, Larry. I really appreciate you stepping in here. Uh, thanks for thanks for doing this, and uh, I will talk to you next week.
3: And and James, I, I sent you an email. Yes, the, I the just the got it. We
2: people. will. Uh, you I'm going
3: okay.
2: I'm gonna deal with that as soon as we get off the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Larry. Appreciate it, okay, brother. Well, there I'll he goes. You the fantastic Larry Tracy. We are going to take a brief time out, and then we're going to reconnect with Don and IQ here for our next guest. And uh, we'll be back in about 60 seconds here on our big, big broadcast. So let's do this. Let's go to our next guest. He is going to join us here in just a few seconds. And uh, we are going to get IQL Rizzoli and Don Mazella in here. Uh, so, uh, thanks for joining us. It is the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio broadcast. And we are live on Rumble and also on Twitch today as well. And uh, we are going to get our... Panelists, IQ Al Rizzoli and Don Mazella back with us. We will have Don join us, of course, on the telephone, which always is a uh, sometimes a gamble <laughs> when we do Skype. But uh, we are going to get IQ back in here first, and then we will call Don and get him in here. And uh, it's it's a lot of moving parts uh, with Skype today, but. Uh, or hopefully gonna have. we've got Gary. Gary joins us. How are you, sir?
4: Yeah, I'm good. Can you hear me OK?
2: I've got you. I've got you, my friend. I've just got to get all of our people in here and then right. we will bring you in and we will uh, make things happen. And I think we've got IQ Rizzoli with us. IQ, how are you, sir?
0: I'm fine. How are you
2: doing? <laughs> Pretty good, actually. We are going to go to our <laughs> we're going to go to Gary here in just a few seconds. We have got Don back with us, joining us on a uh, on the car phone. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, so Gary, um, we have got Gary. Re- I want to get this last name right. Is it Revel or Revel? Uh,
3: well, it's 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 uh,
4: the French folks usually say Revel. And the English folks say rebel, so I've got to where I answer to
2: either one. <laughs> well, okay. That's that's good. I'm glad I'm glad that you answered to both of them. I think that's that, that that is fantastic. Um Gary joins us here on our big, big broadcast. He is the uh, president of uh Joe Rungler Pictures. It's it's
4: Jangler. It's
2: and, a he has also got Gary Revel Ministries. Uh, you can get more information at G-A-R-Y-R-E-V-E-L dot com slash ministry. And um, Gary joins us today here on our big, big broadcast. So, Gary, uh, talk to us a little bit about your latest project, my friend. Tell us a little bit about this. <laughs> well, it's,
4: it's a series, a book series titled...
2: Hillary, the little ladybug. Hillary,
4: the little ladybug. Right.
2: That is that is fantastic. Now this has nothing to do with Hillary Clinton, does it? Uh, not
4: not directly. Uh, <laughs> not directly. Well, what, you know, what what happened was, uh, my one of my co-writers is a. Uh, does some part time work as a security guard. Okay. He was, okay. He was in his he was in his uh in his shed, you know, his shack, you know, where they you know at the, at, where they at the gate they let people in and stuff. Yes. He was in yes. That one in, in, in in California, Los Angeles, there's where he was working, and a, a, a ladybug flew in and landed on his console. And we were Okay. On the phone and he said, a ladybug just flew in and landed on my console. Well, we had just been talking about an idea for a new book series, and I said, "Well, maybe the ladybug's trying to tell us something," <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's where it started. And then the the name Henry came with as we, you know, got into it. We wanted this really precocious, very bright young 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 uh, girl uh, ladybug, and and this was post nuclear world world. So they these ladybugs became the, the supreme species on the earth. They, they walked and talked and did all the things that humans did before. So uh, so we, we ended up calling her Hillary because uh, of what I had read and those I talked to that, the new, that knew Hillary Clinton when she was young, they always would talk about how Brian and precocious and able to do stuff that others couldn't do, you know? So, our Hillary the Little Ladybug is somewhat um, after
2: Hillary Clinton. Okay. Well, let's start with uh, Don Mazzella. Don, what kind of questions do you have for Gary Ravel about Hillary the Ladybug?
1: <laughs> well, I saw some, uh, um, uh, a release, much as I think as you did. Um, I, I'm just fascinated. Um, uh, but what I, I didn't, didn't understand, and I'm sorry, I, I was having trouble hearing you, um, it, is it a book? Is it a song? I could not hear uh, nor could I from,
4: It's it. It's, your, it's a
2: book, right, Gary? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's
4: a book series. It's a it's book there's,
2: series, there's about, okay. Yeah, there's, okay. About,
4: there's about eight published books of different stories in different formats, and there's about over 20 more to go. So it's, okay. It's a you you series. got a, you and, got, and got about
2: been, 20 more books right? coming out in this book series.
4: Yeah. And yeah. Been, yeah, and it's being developed into an animated series as well.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: Well, That's awesome. You know, again, amongst my store of useless facts was my discovery that the uh, ladybug is the fifth most uh, popular type of animal by, for young people. So and I was always surprised that no one ever did a book about it. So you you really uh, uh, did something uh, uh, unique. But now, how are you pu- publishing it? It's
4: it's a, it's in it's in some bookstores. It's on Amazon. It's it's okay. available. If you Google it, you'll find it. You know. It's on the,
2: Amazon and and all the various places. That's that's right, that's fantastic. Right.
4: Uh, you know, again, but but it, did you pu-
1: publish it? Did you self-publish it, or did you get a publisher?
4: Well, I'm am a publisher. I own Jongler Books, which is a book publisher. I've got over oh, over a dozen authors that I publish, and over 40 different uh, books that I that I publish on my book publishing company called Jongler Books. There's Jongler Music, Jongler Pictures, which is my motion picture company and Jean-Glaire Butch. jean is a French word. It's, it's spelled J-O-N-G-L-E-U-R, but it's pronounced like a Z-H in for jean, Jean-Glaire It's, it's uh, the, uh, the French okay. pronunciation.
1: What age group is it designed for?
4: Well, this book uh, is, is my, you know, young people, of course, really love it. I have a 16-year-old granddaughter who is autistic, and she reads 10 to 20 books every week. She's an avid reader. Wow. And it's, and it's the awesome. only book, it's the only book she has ever read that I've asked her about. And she used the word awesome. She said, and it was Hillary <laughs> and Hillary and Bigfoot. That's the fantastic. That Hillary and Bigfoot was the title of that book. It was about Hillary meeting the Bigfoot tribes in Ladybug City. And um uh, so, yeah, young people, really, but, but parents can read it to their children. I mean, and it's, and it's, it's the kind of stories that are, they, uh, Hillary always resolves problems. She finds ways out of things that you wouldn't normally expect a, a young ladybug t- to find.
1: Can you give us one example of a problem they identify and, and solve?
4: Well, well, let's go to the Hillary and Bigfoot book. And uh, so when her mom, she, what happened is her mom got hired. A special messenger came to their house and hired her mom to come to Ladybug City and teach the king's children. So they left their little house in Ladybug Land and, and, and flew to Ladybug City. And they had a beautiful home waiting for them, you know, with a pool and everything because she was working for the king. Well, the first night she's there, she hears some noise out back. And she looks through a window and she sees this Bigfoot type character. And she goes out to talk to him and he's he's raiding their garbage can. And and as time goes on in the book, you find that the big Bigfoot tribe in the in the Bigfoot in the in the ladybug forest, the trees and the bushes that normally would feed them were not producing so they were they were going hungry so they began to raid the garbage cans in ladybug city and break into houses and steal food because they needed food so so hillary and in in the context of this also one of them uh, uh captured one of the little boys who went out in the, in the forest looking for them so there was kind of like a hostage thing going on uh, but, but eventually she talked to the king and the king opened up the food stores and began to feed the Bigfoot tribe. And that's how she resolved that. So it, it all turned out well in the end.
2: Fantastic. So I Q L Rosoli, Rizzoli, do you have any uh, questions for Gary?
0: Yes, it, it needs a lot of psychology.
4: It's a little psychological there,
0: yeah. I wouldn't say little. It's a huge amount of psychology. Yep, you got it. Fantastic, honestly.
2: So, uh, so Don, uh, back to you, I guess, on the uh, on the questions here, my friend.
1: Well, you know, um, um, I guess, guess my my uh, question is always, um, you, you know, you you got the inspiration, you wrote the book, but how long does it take you? And what advice do you give people that, that like you? See something that they want to talk about or write about. Well,
4: uh, well uh, if you you know if you have an idea, and uh, and and you know a lot of people start with just an idea when it comes to writing, you know whether it's books or screenplays or, or whatever. It's always start. Somebody has an idea first. Somebody's got to have a story, and then you know come to think of it, to to be topical. The writers are on strike in Hollywood right now because they're not getting paid like they should. And what the industry, Sony Pictures, all of the big, you know, Netflix, all of them, you know, they pay their presidents and CAOs anywhere from, you know, 20, 30 million dollars a year to hundreds of millions of dollars a year. And they don't realize that without these stories that the writers come up with, they're not going to have any product. So, you know, that you write about that. That's it starts with an idea. And if you want to write about it, then you have to develop the story. I mean, there's a lot of formulas as, you know, if you want to do three acts to a story, act one, act two, act three, there's a lot of a lot of ways to pivot to, you know, to build the characters, structure the characters first, and you know, and then you start putting in conflict points of what they're and that's what's great about the Hillary books is they all have these conflict resolution type scenarios where Hillary becomes the one who has to solve the problems, and she always does.
1: Well, let me ask you you this question. Uh, A lot of people start a book and have trouble writing. What do you do? uh, Maybe you didn't have it. I know I always have it. I'm having it right now. How do you uh, overcome uh, blocks when you write?
4: Well, let me say this. <clears throat> um, uh, Hillary, the Adventures of Hillary the Little Ladybug is just one of many, 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 many projects that I am actively involved in. Uh, and, and it's got over 20 books that even haven't been edited yet, and even, not even prepared for publishing. So I've got lots of projects, stories, screenplays, books that I have started that just like you say, you reach a point where you can do no more with it. You come to uh, what's called a writer's block, and uh, I and I think one one writer once told me, uh, kind of probably paraphrasing it. I lived in Hollywood, California, Los Angeles, for over thirty years, so I know a lot of film people and writers and stuff. And I remember we was talking about this very thing one day. When I was talking with a writer. A very good, well-known router. And he said, well, he said, sometimes the whale runs drop. He said, so you just have to wait for the rains to come, basically. So sometimes it's just a matter of time.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. Sometimes it drags out. as It's dragging out for me. But right. let me ask you, you know, you, you sit there. And do you ever stare at a page and just wish it came and it doesn't?
4: I, I I have done that many years ago, but I'm am 73 years old now, and so I've kind of I've been around that block too many times. I don't waste time doing that anymore. If I, if it don't come to me, I just realize it's something I need to do later, and I put it aside and forget about it.
1: Hmm. Well, um, uh, well uh, you you say you're going to do a series of books. How many have you done? Uh, I I didn't quite hear. And uh, how do you plan to produce them? one a year, one every six months?
4: Well, the, the Hillary, Hillary and the Little Ladybug series is in development uh, through, through my company called Jonglaire Pictures LLC. Uh, and it is being developed by a man named Jeff Ollm, and that's J E F F O L M. Jeff has done uh, technical work. On pictures going all the way back to Titanic. He's, he's, he's been involved in the making of over 20 movies that were huge, uh, multi-million dollar, even many of them billion dollar grossing movies. So he's got, he's the perfect person for doing something like this. And he's the executive producer and director. He's the one in charge of developing this Hillary the Little Ladybug project, bringing it to film. Now we also have uh, something called uh, the Fly Patrol. The Fly Patrol is a book about flies who are, the, the, they're like the special forces of the flies who go out and make sure that human beings don't kill all the flies when they go looking for food. <laughs> so Fly Patrol is, is like that, and it's it's kind of an Army Air Force type deal where they, they're like the... Uh, uh, you know, they, they go out, and, and in this particular case for the fly patrol, it's a sergeant called Sergeant uh, a Hot Sauce. She's a female, and she ends up commanding the special forces team because the uh, commander disappears. So that that's an interesting uh, development project. Then I've got one called Locky the Loch Ness Monster, which is about, of course, as anyone would guess, Locky. Uh, at Loch Ness in Scotland, and it's about a little girl who goes down to the Loch, and she meets Lockie, the Loch Ness monster. So I've got a lot of different kinds of, of stories being developed uh, right now for film and, and uh, animation series.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, you you attack you attack things really smartly. If, if uh, so, someone came to you and asked and uh, uh, said to, um. How do I get started writing my book? What do you say to them?
4: Well, uh, in my case, uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you what happened in my case. Uh, it was it was 2006, and I had uh, I had in, in in 1977 I had investigated the assassination of Martin Luther King, in association with the House Select Committee on Assassinations. And through my investigation, I had learned that James R. Ray did not shoot and kill Martin Luther King. so that was that was my report. Now, our final report said that it was probably a conspiracy, but we didn't really nail it down. I was able to nail it down, but but they didn't. The whole uh, committee didn't really get that kind of detail. But so, in two thousand and six, uh, I'm on the internet one day and I find a book that was printed by the u s government called, investigation of the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. And in the text of that book, I find the transcripts of the tape recordings that I made at Brushy Mountain Prison when we interviewed James Earl Ray. Now, my deal with the U.S. government with the, with the Richard Sprague, who was the uh, chief counsel when I when I met him and, and became involved was that I would work covertly. I would work undercover. I would be independent in my investigation. So I didn't have to do what the committee, in other words, they didn't send me missions. I chose my own missions and my own way to investigate. And I would be paid as a you know as a contractor. I would send in my receipts and then I'd get paid. Well, a week after he commissioned me, he was fired. So then they put Robert Blakey in and uh, so to make a long story short, short, I was commissioned, I investigated the King assassination, the John FK assassination. When it came time to send in my expense report, they said, well, we don't even know if we're going to be funded, so you might as well not waste your time. So I've never been paid. I've never been decommissioned. So I don't know. It's uh, you know, it's just one of those things. but but I do continue to say that what I found in my investigations, was that James Earl Wright did not shoot and kill Martin Luther King, and Lee Harvey Oswald did not shoot and kill John F. Kennedy?
1: Hmm. Well, I have one more question for you, which is, uh, how, uh, uh, what ways are you publicizing the book, and what would you tell other people to do?
4: Well, i have a, I have a public I have a publicist, a public relations company. A, uh, it's called Ascot Media, and they do they do my public relations and and uh, pu- publicity campaigns. Uh, you you need to hire someone, you know, unless you can get unless you can get a publicist or someone to work for you for free. You need to hire someone to do that for you.
1: Hmm. Uh, I throw it back to IQ. Who's been talking too much?
2: <laughs> so IQ Al Rizzoli. Uh, well,
0: uh- at least Don is a publisher. I'm not much of a publisher. I published in 14 years ago, and that was it. So Don has the right to talk more than I do. And it was a pleasure, Gary, to listen to you. Thank you.
4: Well, oh. can get back to uh, to to the, to the question I got earlier about you know how did how did you get started? Well, what happened was when I saw this book on the internet with all these details and in my name, Special Investigator Gary Revel, listed. To start with, the government had agreed to start with they would never release my name. I was I was completely covert. There was never to say that Gary Revel investigated this thing. Uh, and and that was the agreement I had. And he said, Richard Sprague said, unless you release it yourself, it'll never go public, that you, you, know, you was the special investigator attached to this. Well, when I realized that, that my cover was blown way back in 1979 when they published this book, uh, you know, I began to understand why a lot of stuff happened. So that's when I said, okay, I'm going to have to write my own book and tell my own story. That's when I started writing my first book, which is titled To Real or Maybe Not, which is my story about those, uh, you know, related events anyway. And then that after that, then I started publishing other people's books.
1: It was fascinating. What else have you done in your life? It's fascinating.
4: Well, uh, I, I joined the Navy in 1967. Uh, I had two brothers who were uh, who were in Vietnam at the time. Uh, I had been uh, my principal of my high school, Holmes County High School in Bonifay, Florida. That's in that little panhandle of Florida. Uh, had sent me to uh, to meet with Rick, uh, with uh, Robert Scott Sykes, Bob Sykes, who was the uh, congressman for that that part of florida uh he sent me to meet with him uh during my senior year uh he had he had thought that i should meet with him because I, I might be a candidate to go to, to go to the naval academy both my brothers were were navy I, you know my father had been on the air so i was like from a military family so uh, so i met with bob Sykes, and um he said well yeah he said i'm interested in talking to you about possibly uh you know appointing you to the Naval academy and uh, he asked me to take a test which would be you know to qualify me so i took this test and he said now just wait you know wait till you hear from me well i graduated from high school the summer came the vietnam war was raging and i was the kind of person that i i couldn't wait i thought i thought i had to get involved so i enlisted i was at boot camp in san diego one day uh And my company commander came and said, Gary, they want to see you at the uh, personnel office. So I I ran to the, when you're in boot camp, you have to run anywhere you go unless you're marching with your company. So I ran to the personnel office. I went in, they took me back to the the, uh, officer who was in charge of his office. And when I walked in, uh, he looked at me kind of funny. And he said, Seaman Recruit Rebel here, sit down. I sat down, he said, your congressman has written us a letter. And then he called us today and he wants you in an officer's program right away. He said, uh, he said, uh, your congressman said that you scored highest on that naval academy test than anyone he's ever had in his office. So uh, he wants you right away to go to work for your government. Well, that that's when my life changed. And that's when I became involved in naval intelligence, the... Uh, Defense intelligence agencies and all these things that do covert activities uh, under the presumption that it's that it's um, that it's uh, you know for national security. Well, it is national security, but um, anyway, that's that that's really what changed my life in a big way.
2: Hmm. Well, as we wrap up here, let's start with Don Mazzella. Don, how do we get in touch with you online and, and everywhere else?
1: Okay. Um, Small Business Digest. Um, uh, hashtag 2SB Digest. Uh, 2SBDigest.com. You know, uh, I'm on many of the same stations figure is as the Small Business Digest. And naturally, the, the National Robotics Education Foundation, the NREF dot org.
2: Fantastic. So, Iq Razzoli, how do we get in touch with you, my
0: friend? Just Google my name, Al Rasuli, A L R A double O L I, and you know more about world events than anybody else.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Gary, uh, where do we go for your books, movies, music, everything?
4: GaryRevel dot com. G-A-R-Y-R-E-V-E-L dot com. That's where you start.
2: Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate it. We will talk to everybody soon. And uh, IQ, we will talk to you next Tuesday. Thank you, sir. There they go. The fantastic IQ uh, Rizzoli, Gary Revel, And uh, there at the end, was that the Doctor Who theme that I heard from Gary's phone? Is that... that wasn't that wasn't the theme that I heard. I want to hear the original Doctor Who theme. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? This. <laughs> we will see you next time. You are listening to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program.